0: Welcome back to Preps Today with John Millay. With John Millay, of course, the uh, MSHSL writing and coverage star. Covers sports and activities around the state. Brings them to you at John's Journal at mshsl.org. And performs his written, uh, I'm sorry, his, his uh, what's the best way to, the verbal, your verbal artistry here.
1: Spoken, spoken word, word artistry. That, that's I, the, I forgot that's my own the phrase. trademark phrase. Spoken, spoken word, word artistry. Word
0: artistry. <laughs> right here at talknorth.com. Uh, just to let you know, this is talknorth.com. Best way to listen to any show you like at the network, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. Uh, this show great, but we also have a lot of other great shows, sports, variety, uh, outdoor stuff. Check it out. Subscribe to shows you like. Check out talkroar.com as we continue to grow, and we do appreciate you listening. Uh, We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. Thanks to our longtime sponsor, Pizza Barn in Princeton. Also, thanks to All Energy Solar and Propane.com. All right, John, let's start off with, you know, you like to be controversial. Let's start Uh, off with the controversy of this week, the Minnesota state flag.
1: Yeah, we have a new flag, at least, I guess, pending approval by the legislature, which I would expect will happen. Who knows at the legislature, but you know, I like the new flag. I like simple flags. And I think part of that is I lived in Arizona for a while and their flag is, is really spectacular. It's basically a multicolored sunset is what it is. And Arizona has the best sunsets I've ever seen. And, and I I certainly agree. We needed a new flag. Uh, There were, you know, racism issues with the old one. It was too busy, but, What's amazing to me, and this is, is an age, in an age of social media, all the crud and crap that you know flies around during this. We're not. This isn't life or death. It's a flag. Yes, it's an important flag, but I, one comment I saw on Twitter when the final the final model was released, I don't even remember who it was. It wasn't somebody I followed, but something that got retweeted. the The gist of the comment was. Uh, after after following this flag process, particularly on social media, all I know is most of you people need to get a life. <laughs> Which I agree with. Man, there's there are a lot of things to get upset about. This flag isn't one of them in the process, but how do you how do you like the new design, Jim? I like it.
0: I I think it's uh, clean. I like, I personally like kind of that light blue teal color. Uh, My wife and I are big fans of that uh, color. We use it when we decorate our house. Uh, I think it's clean looking. I think it's pretty. Um, And I thought the old one was ridiculously busy. And I like this one a lot. I mean, and plus, if, you know, we ever need to make a little money as a state, we can like loan it out to the Seattle Kraken or to the Carolina Panthers.
1: There you go. There you go. It's it's interesting when when they put out I don't know 5 or 6 or 8 you know possibilities. I remember saying to my wife before I even saw those. I think it I think it should have the some somewhat the shape of Minnesota in it. Yeah. Just to tell you and this one as soon as I saw I guess what were the finals I said that's the one. It's got, you know, not the precise shape of Minnesota but anybody with any geographic sense would look at that and say, "Oh, that's Minnesota's flag." And I, you know, and the way they did it, they had a huge committee put together that met and met and met and went, you know, you winnow through thousands of these. And, and I, I like it that it was a public submission type of deal. That's a good way to do it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good flag. I I may, I'm contemplating buying one to fly outside my house. Nice. Promising. We've got a little, a little spot to put a flag. We haven't flown a flag for a long time. We had the Irish flag for a while, the, the American flag and I may, I may end up getting one of these on a flagpole and fly it proudly. So way to go, Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like the flag. I like your idea. Good idea. Go. Uh, I live in an apartment, so I won't be flying a flag, I don't think. <laughs> but you never know. Maybe, maybe a house is in my future, and we'll, we'll do go. the same thing. All right, uh, let's get to the Spirit of Sport Award.
1: Yeah, this is a big deal, Jim. The Spirit of Sport, it's an awards program. It's led by the National Federation of State High School Associations, the thing here is to encourage uh state governing bodies all 50 states to select their own winners of this award we have done that at the high school league i posted a story on john's journal uh not too long ago so for 2023 the minnesota spirit of sport award it goes to students from concordia academy in roseville and st croix lutheran and west st paul Uh, People who look at the op-ed page of the Star Tribune might remember in November, a mom who has kids at one of those schools went to a section volleyball match, and she wrote a really well-written, descriptive essay about how these students acted, how they set a high standard for behavior. And after the match was over, you know, the two volleyball teams, one just had their season ended, the other one's advancing to the section final. As, you know, as in almost every high school sport, the teams line up, they get a handshake line going. Well, the student sections climbed out of the bleachers and they just, without any pre-planning, they did their own handshake line. All the kids from Concordia Academy shaking hands with all the kids from St. Croix Lutheran. And and the mom who wrote this did such a great job. And and I, I talked to people who were there, got my hands on some photos. So if you go to John's Journal, at mshsl.org. You can read about that, see the pictures. It was really neat. I wish, I wish I'd wish i have been there. I, I found out about it the day the article was in the Star Tribune and, and loved it. And uh, there's a quote from Katie DeWitt. She's the Activities Director at Concordia Academy. And the event was at Concordia. She said, it was incredible. The whole night was all in good spirit. For anybody who was there, they would say it's exactly what high school sports should be about. So congrats. To those kids kids and schools, Concordia Academy, St. Croix Lutheran, for being the uh, Minnesota's uh, 2023 Spirit of Sport Award winner.
0: Excellent. All right, let's move on to a great day in Albany.
1: Yeah, I took a road trip uh, Tuesday night this week. We're talking here Thursday afternoon. Um, I headed up I-94, about a, not, not quite two hours from where I live to Albany. It was kind of a dual-purpose road trip, uh, Albany High School, has a gymnastics team that's in its first varsity season. So I got up there in the afternoon, visited the gymnastics team at practice. Pretty incredible group of 12 kids. The veterans, the oldest kids on the team are a pair of ninth graders. Candace Burkus and Grace Grabmeyer, I chatted with those two. Their coach, Dana Cartier, she was a state champion in gymnastics at Melrose, doing a great job with this. Uh, They had a JV season last year. Now their first year as a varsity gymnastics team, they won a couple of matches, doing great. So there'll be a story on John's Journal in the coming days about the Albany gymnastics team. So after I left the gymnastics uh, center, which is not at the high school, I hit one of my favorite places in, in the entire world, the A&W drive through in Albany. <laughs> get, me, get me that double cheeseburger right in my veins. Uh, then I, I ate that in the car, headed over to the high school for I, I would I don't think it's it's well, it's not going off on on the deep end saying this was probably the biggest girls basketball game of the season so so, so far uh the girls from Providence Academy in Plymouth uh, headed up there to Albany for a rematch of last season's class 2A state championship game which won by Providence Academy they're now the two-time defending state champs in two A girls basketball, and we knew this was going to be a big game. Uh, we knew it was going to be packed. I talked to Scott Bunchy, the AD in Albany, and he kind of gave me a little secret parking place, brought me in a side door so I could avoid the crowds. And I got there before the JV game started. Patrick Ricey, our friend from the Star Tribune, he was already there. Wow! Uh, the place was packed. You know. But, before the junior varsity game, those kids have never played in front of a crowd like that. And uh, it was just fabulous sitting with Patrick and, uh, and just a, a great game back and forth. And as basketball fans know, the, the star for Providence Academy is Madden Greenway, a sophomore, who she's a guard. She averages 34 points, the daughter of former Viking Chad Greenway, who you and I know pretty well. And it was kind of cool when Chad walked into the gym Patrick and I, we we were kind of standing by the door where he came in. So we're chatting with him. Well, we're kind of off in a corner, kind of behind one end of the bleachers. So we're just chit-chatting with Chad. And pretty soon, the kids from Albany, high school kids, middle school kids, some elementary kids, they just started making a line to get autographs from Chad. Mm -hmm. Some of them had football cards. They don't (laughs) remember Chad Greenway playing. It wasn't that long ago. Some of these little kids had his football cards. And he, you know, he's the nicest guy in the world. He's signing everything, posing for photos. Uh, I started, you know, a a group of like four boys or girls would come up, ask for a photo. Sure, sure, you guys. One of them would, would get in a spot to shoot the photo. I just started grabbing phones from kids. I said, here, let me do it. You get in the picture. I probably shot four or five or six of those and then i had to get back to my real job and uh, but chad is just the, just the greatest guy you know he i don't know how he extricated himself from that when it was game time for the varsity i'm sure he was he was super nice but that was kind of cool i mean just for those kids in Albany to know chad greenways in your gym but this game the atmosphere it was exceptional just about as much fun as I've ever had at a high school sporting event. The the gym there is, it's pretty big. It's pretty roomy. There's a balcony. They brought in some extra seating. The pep band was outstanding. The fans, man, they were fired up. The game went back and forth right down the wire. Albany hit a couple of late free throws. They won 72 to 70. Uh, an unbelievable day for me. Well worth the Two hundred and twenty mile round trip and and I mentioned Scott Bunchy, the AD up there. Thanks to him for boy, that's he he really enjoyed it, but that's a little bit of work. You know, you got a big crowd coming in. Uh, you know, they just they it was outstanding. Everybody in Albany certainly went home happy. And those teams may meet again in the state tournament. We'll find out. And one final note from my trip to Albany, I tweeted two photos of the aforementioned gymnast Candice Burkus, a ninth grader, as I was chatting with her. At gymnastics practice, she asked me if I was going to be at the basketball game. I said, Yeah, I'm going there. I'll be there tonight. She smiled. She said, I'll be there too. I'm in the band. So I had a picture of her at gymnastics practice, went over and embarrassed her and shot a picture of her uh, with all her band friends, tweeted that. So that's just great stuff. You know, you, these kids are so busy these days. This is a ninth grader who's busy with the gymnastics team, she's in the band. Uh, has more fun than anybody. You, you just love to see stuff like that. So thanks to everybody in Albany for, uh, for making me feel at home. I know Patrick had a good time and uh, just, uh, just really fun.
0: Excellent. I'm glad uh, get glad, to glad spend some time with Patrick. One weird thing about the way our department works these days is Patrick and I are hardly ever in the same place at the same time. So you probably yeah. see him yeah. more than I do. So, in some I've months. seen him
1: at, so at the prep bowl. He was there for a day. I'm, I'm still trying to get him to drink diet Mountain Dew. You know, he's a famous diet Coke drinker. <clears throat> he did admit to me, he, he never publicly, at least on Twitter where I've brought this up a couple of times, he's never publicly commented on, did he taste the diet Mountain Dew at the prep bowl? And if so, what did he think he did admit to me and i am this is just between you and me in the podcast he said yeah it was pretty good <laughs> so we we have to I'm, i don't think he's switching from diet coke he was forced to drink diet pepsi in albany because it's a pepsi school somebody tweeted a photo of the two of us sitting at our little temporary press seating and i think his comment was don't don't enlarge the photo because that's a diet pepsi it's all they had
0: <laughs> oh man the uh, the endorsement the oh. endorsement he could do for any diet soda that wants to get him. I, I no he gets some good NIL money, I think.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> Name image, image and, and diet Pepsi. Or yes. Coke.
0: Yeah. All right, well, I'm glad we had a Royce reference. I'm glad you got to see Madden Greenway play. Uh, by the way, if you're interested in Chad Greenway and what's going on with him these days, he was one of the many guests that we've had on the Dawn of Sports show with Don Mitchell. Uh, he was one of our earlier guests, but Don has had fantastic guests throughout, including uh, Brian Robinson, Chad Greenway, Mike Tirico, uh Jim Cott, a bunch of people. Plus, uh, we, we've also started inviting on a lot of women journalists from the Twin Cities, and from the na- nation just to, uh, who do such a great job. So check out that show as well. Uh, let us get to injured athletes, but first, let's hear about Pizza Barn in Princeton.
1: Oh, yeah, great stuff going on there, Jim. You know, it's the holidays up there, so many cool things. I'll first mention the Pizza of the Month for December, which is winding down. Today's date is December 21st, so you can still go in there. Get the Italian meatball, that's the pizza of the month. It starts with the Pizza Barn's homemade crust, homemade sauce, diced Genoa salami meatballs. Oh, I love meatballs. Freshly shredded in-house mozzarella, pepperoni, red pepper flakes. It's available for dine and takeout delivery or take and bake throughout the rest of December. And they're holding kind of a little holiday Christmas special here on gift cards. These are wonderful stocking stuffers for every $20 gift, $25 gift card you purchase at the Pizza Barn. You can choose one of the following, a bottle of one of their house salad dressings, a jar of one of their dips, spreads, or jams, a bottle of one of their Bloody Mary mixes, a 2023 Pizza Bowl t-shirt, or a coupon for a free half sub. That's a good deal for 25 bucks. And as always, great thanks to our friend Jody Stay. And her crew at the Pizza Barn, they've been in business for 40 years. They've been part of our podcast for a long time. We can't thank them enough.
0: Yes, thank you, Jody. Thank you, Pizza Barn. And remember, Pizza Barn in Princeton, it's not that far away, especially you're up in that Maple Grove Northwestern segment. You're not far away right. from Pizza Barn in Princeton, and we highly recommend it. Great people, great food, great place to sit and hang out. Uh, check it out. Also want to let you know that all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. Visit allenergysolar.com slash coach, C-O-A-C-H, for your free solar evaluation, whether you're looking at going solar at home, at your office, or both. Also want to let you know that we need to lower our carbon footprint and need reliable and affordable energy, and a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid and is energy stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of that grid. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane, which is compatible with traditional propane. Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives to provide safe, To safely provide energy reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. Let's get on to, uh, I guess, one of the Yeah, one of the sadder notes of the show injured athletes.
1: Another girls' basketball item here. Uh, I went to Benilde St. Margaret's. To watch the Red Knights play Alexandria in a pretty big girls basketball game here, Benilde's the defending state champ in Class 3A girls basketball. They beat Alexandria in the state semifinals at Williams Arena last year, but they are working with some injured superstars here. Kendall McGee, a junior at Benilde, she went down during the state tournament with a really serious knee injury. Uh, it's not a certainty that she will play at all this season. She's just a junior. She's highly recruited. It's a tough situation. You feel bad for these kids. Uh, she's handling it well. I did talk to her. And I also talked to Olivia Olson. That's Benil's senior star. She's going to play college basketball at Michigan. Uh, she's about 6'1, 6'2, great, great rebounder, great defender. In the first minute of the first game, this was against Providence Academy, who I saw in Albany. Uh, she broke her left hand. And I was asking her after this game against Alex I said, how'd you do that? And she kind of, she kind of smiled. She said she was like turning, I, I assume in the lane, she hit her hand on somebody else's stomach and broke her hand. Wow. And I said that is some serious uh, abs there. She, you know, I don't think she thought that was very funny. But <laughs> and and the thing was, Kendall McGee, we don't know if she'll be back this season. We certainly hope so. Olivia Olson, she should be back here in January pretty quick. She thought she'd be ready to go. They're not going to push it. But uh, yeah, I did talk to both of them, to fellow captain Kate Kapsner and Tim Ellefson, the coach there, who I've known for a long time. I just, I wrote a story on John General, kind of about the frustration of the situation. And, you know, it's a long season. These winter seasons are pretty long. So hopefully everybody at Benilde is back on the court before the uh, season ends and they can make another nice run. But it's always a treat to go to Benilde. Great people there, nice families, and a very enjoyable evening of basketball.
0: Yes. Uh, let's move on to a couple of set pieces now. Yep. We're going to thank a ref, and John will reveal this week's most valuable teammates.
1: Here you go. We're going to thank a ref. Uh, the Rochester Area Offici- Officials Association does a really good job on Twitter. I wished more officials groups would do this, but they really publicized the great things going on with officials in the Rochester area. Uh, they sent a tweet after, a, after some games between Kings- Kingsland and Lyle Pacelli. And the message they wrote was, R-A-O-A would like to thank the Kingsland Girls Basketball Program for the goodies and team shirts they gave us, as we had the pleasure of working their game versus Lyle Pacelli. Uh, They basically gave them some team t-shirts. There were four officials in the picture, MJ Wagenson, Mallory Harbour, Barb Storzveen, and Brenna Nelson. That's pretty good. You know, it doesn't take much to thank our officials you know, even a card, a lot of teams will have cards for them in their, in their officials' room with the whole team signing it, some candy bars, you know, and the ADs do a good job of give, giving them, you know, water before the game, halftime after the game. You know, the pizza barn does it like nobody else with uh, personal pizzas for officials in Princeton. But it's always good to see that people are, appreciate our officials and uh, we, we need to see that more and more And and there's no reason not to do that. No doubt.
0: All right. Let's wrap up this show. Last segment, last live segment, at least of this new year of this old year. God, more thing about the new year. What year
1: is it? Is, uh, it De- is it December? I don't even know. I think it's December. Let's go with, let's
0: go with December.
1: I'm uh, still writing 2022 on all my checks.
0: Yeah, Brandon will fix it if I get the wrong month. He always fixes me <laughs> when I say the wrong month. Uh, let us go to the most valuable teammates.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is the great program we do at the high school league honoring teammates who do great things for their teams. Uh, Riley Halla is a junior football player at Cedar Mountain who comes to practice every day with a great attitude, always gives his best effort. He encourages his teammates, holds them to a high standard. Riley has a terrific work ethic, sets the bar for what is expected. He helps out at community events. He's always willing to assist others. He exemplifies what being a great teammate is all about. He works hard, has a great attitude, always puts the team first. Congratulations to Riley Halla of Cedar Mountain on being a most valuable teammate.
0: Excellent. Uh, so, John, great year, as always, as it always has been since we started doing this together. I appreciate all of your work, all of your efforts. Even if you weren't doing a podcast with me, I would appreciate what you do for high school kids, the high school league. Uh, you just bring out so many great stories and in just the right tone. So thanks for all the work. Uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and, and we'll have another big year in 2024.
1: You bet, Jim. Yeah, this has been a good year. You know, once we once we cleared COVID and we have done certainly done that, we had some dark days, you know, just not just in high school sports, not just in sports for everybody. So we're in a good place. Uh, I'm excited about the holidays. I think we talked before my wife and I avoided the Christmas travel rush and and visited our grandkids in California earlier in December. And so we're going to stay home. It'll be nice and quiet. Our daughter who lives here, will will come see us on Christmas. We'll have a little family gathering and, uh, And I hope you have a great holiday, Jim. I know you're still going to be busy. There's always things going on, but yeah, this podcast is so much fun. And I I heard it from somebody in Albany. Hey, John, we love the podcast. You and Jim do a great job. I hear that all the time. So thanks to everybody who listens. We wish everybody a great Christmas and a happy new year.
0: Yes. Thanks to everyone who listens. Uh, We do really do appreciate it. And we'll bring you more good stuff in the new year.